Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The Mind Aware, 841. Hello and welcome to the show. You are listening to Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs. This is the show where you discover how to leverage the power of mindset and build your business faster, the feel-good, train-your-brain way. And I know you're getting this and that you want to do it more and more and you want to just stay in that positive vibration all day long. So start your day with the Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs free daily newsletter. You can find it at danawild.com slash mantra. danawild.com slash mantra, M-A-N-T-R-A. Today, I want to share three exercises with you that have been really useful for me lately. And so I thought you might like them too. They are exercises to help you get into the big picture, get out of stress, get out of the kind of day-to-day worries that can get you down sometimes. And I think you're going to like them. So imagine that you are having a problem of some kind, something that's annoying you in your life. And it can be any kind of an everyday problem. So it can be something around a relationship or financial or health or whatever the case may be. And you feel maybe like you're obsessing about it a little too much or you're thinking about it a little too much. You just kind of something that's not moving or not shifting the way you'd like it to. One of the things I've learned many, many years ago is that it helps to pull back and take a bigger view, take a wider view, take a more extensive view, take a broader view from further out, you know, We can talk about this literally, like when you think about the size of your city or your state or your country or the planet, you know, your place in it, you can feel small. But when you're having a problem that doesn't always make you feel any better. So these three things I did recently, we've got the New Year's shift here at the time that I have been recording this. And So it started with this first exercise, which I'm going to call the exercise my 10-year plan, which sounds really kind of stodgy and not a very fun, playful, creative name. But that's kind of how I started thinking about it. I started thinking, where do I see myself in 10 years? Where do I see myself in 20 years? And so I did it almost bullet journal style. And I broke it down and wrote out So imagine a piece of paper and you can break it into squares. And the first square is where do I see myself a year from now? And then three years and then five years and then 10 years. And, you know, see if it's comfortable to go 20 years or whatever you decide. But I think 10 years is plenty because it gives you enough distance to help you really say, okay, well, what is the 10 year plan? 
what is the 10 year path? You know, I wanted to do a bullet journal style because I didn't want to make it too big of a deal. I wanted to get it done. I wasn't necessarily all that interested in doing a lot of creative writing, but some of you might be different that way. You might have writing as a superpower and you might like the idea of doing creative writing and writing a lot around this. But for me, I just looked at each of these boxes and I asked myself some just kind of very basic questions. Where do I think I'll be living? What will I be doing for income? What will be my relationship status? Who will be the people in my life? What bucket list items might I have already done by then? What's fun about that question in particular is that I thought of some bucket list items that I hadn't thought of. And then the the big question, in what ways will I be different than I am today? Who will be the me from that time than today? And I had a whole list of like little other questions, but those were really the the big ones that kind of got me in the mood for it. And I think this is a personalized thing. The questions that I asked will probably be very different than the questions you would ask for your own life. So just brainstorm some questions that you think might be relevant. You know, maybe you have certain hobbies or skills or desires that are more pertinent to you or that you want to develop. And so the 10-year plan really gives you a look at the bigger picture of your life and your path. One of the reasons I'm sharing this one with you is what I found when I finished it, and you might find this too, is I realized that I had a lot of self-imposed deadlines for when I thought things were going to get done. So I could feel that my stress that I was feeling in that moment, the day that I decided to sit down and just do this exercise, was really the stress of feeling like, I got to get it done now. I got to get it done now. It's got to happen this year. I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. And instead of seeing my goals or my big vision or my dreams as unfolding in perfect timing, unfolding in exactly the right way. I was trying to rush things. And when I did this 10-year forecast, all of my stress went away. And I really relaxed and thought, okay, this is definitely coming. This is definitely happening. I can see this is definitely happening. I can see it, how it's going to unfold in my plan. And it felt so much better. So the next exercise that I've been doing regularly now and has really turned out to be so special, I just love it, is cloud watching. Do you remember doing this as a kid? I used to do this as a kid where you would go out to some park and you'd lay on your back and you'd look at the clouds and you'd be like, oh, I see a ducky and I see a horsey and (laughs) what do you see? And just look at the clouds. The cloud watching I'm talking today is a little bit more structured. So what I've been doing is, first of all, I don't always go outside because I live in a really cold place and I'm definitely not always laying on my back in the snow looking at the clouds. Second of all, I pick a day, if I can, I pick a day where the wind is just a little bit. And third thing, if I'm inside, I just park myself in front of a window rather than laying on my back. I'm sitting down and looking at clouds. The idea for me is I set a timer and I set a timer because I know that I don't always have a good sense of time when I'm just sitting still and I'm quiet. And I know sometimes I can get into that. I got to get stuff done mode. 
So if I set a timer for 10 minutes, I mean, it's not a long timer, like even just 10 minutes, I know, okay, cool. Now I don't have to think about time because that timer will go off and it'll let me know when the 10 minutes is up. And you can obviously set it for any amount you want to. And then I sit in the chair, or if you're so lucky to be able to lay outside on your back, that's even better. But I sit in the chair and I just look at the clouds and I try to pick a cloud and just follow it and see where it's going and what it's doing. And breathe very deeply to start, you know, really kind of just relax and slow down my pulse by breathing in and breathing out for like a count of four in, a count of four out, count of four in, count of six out, like really just relax and relax and look at the clouds and calm my mind and make it all about the clouds. You know, if I'm thinking something and letting my mind wander where I'm like making the grocery list or doing something like that. I don't chastise myself. It's okay. It happens. But as much as I catch that, then I pull my mind back and just look at the clouds and just watch where they go and watch what they do. And what I've been finding with this particular exercise is that I've had really good ideas come to me during this time frame. It's like I'm because I do regular meditation, just good old fashioned, normal, regular meditation every single day. And for some reason, this keeping my eyes open and looking at the clouds is really producing some fantastic ideas. Uh, But when you do it, don't necessarily do it to make something happen, like get ideas. This has just been a result that I've had. Just do it for the fun of it and do it to see what it feels like and how it's like and to be a kid again, like tap into that kid energy of just watching the clouds, looking at the clouds. Okay, the third one is similar, but it's at night because it's stargazing. And again, do you remember being a kid? When we were kids, we were outside all the time at night in the summertime, right? The weather's so nice and just running around the neighborhood with all the other neighborhood kids. And finally, somebody yelled for you to come in and you'd have to go in. But there was all this freedom and time at night and freedom of looking at the stars and freedom of really just imagining your place in the universe. And so this one is very similar. And again, I would suggest set a timer, maybe less necessary because you're doing it at night and you might feel a little freer, like you don't need a timer. You can be outside laying on a blanket, looking up at the sky if the weather permits, or open a window or open a blind, turn off the lights in your house and look out at the stars outside in a chair, relax and really ask yourself those questions about what's going on up there. All these other stars, every one of them, a whole complete different solar system with all these different planets out there. And all of the possibility and potential and the vastness of the world and the beauty and incredible. I mean, think about Earth spinning around every day and orbiting the sun and the seasons that we have and the planets in our solar system and looking at ourselves in the greater universe. Like, isn't it just awesome? Like, doesn't it just fill you with awe that all of this exists and is possible. And 
you will see that every little care you have melts away when you really start appreciating the vastness of our planet and our place in it. We're here, a part of this glorious creation. We're part of this universe that exists for the sole reason of just our our ability to capture the vastness of it in that moment. That one moment when you're gazing at the stars with complete awe and wonder, that's all that exists. Time just stops in that moment. So these are three really nice, practical exercises that help get you out of that day-to-day minutiae the day-to-day minutiae that just, is that the right way to say that? <laughs> it keeps us thinking about stuff that's so unimportant in the bigger scheme of the world and in the bigger scheme of things. And if you implement any of these or when you implement any of these, please do write in and tell us, you know, write into the show and let us know. You can write happy at danawild.com and I'd love hearing about that. I love hearing your experiences with these, even if you just do it once and try it once and feel the relief that you get from it. I know you're going to have so much fun with this and I just can't wait to hear more about how it's unfolding for you. Enjoy. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.